Yo, soy fiesta. Uh, welcome back to uh, the Yo Soy Fiesta podcast, uh, episode 17. We are, fuck, I'm, I'm trying to do math in my head, uh, 60% way full today. Uh, missing Jake and Matt, but we got Grant and Jacob along with uh, with Ethan here. And today's sort of an interesting... Just refer to yourself in the third person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're we're going to be... Uh, we are going to preview the Super Bowl LII uh, rematch happening in Philadelphia next Sunday where the Patriots travel to Lincoln Financial Field to face off against the 5-4 and four Eagles. So, first thoughts, any of you guys? Uh, um, we kind of touched on a little bit, like a, a tiny bit in the last episode, but um, lots and lots of, and you mentioned it in your little intro there, but lots and lots of uh, Super Bowl like rematch, the rematch, Super Bowl, all of that. Um, that's going to be the main thing going to the game is like... Ethan, turn down the game. Can you hear it? Yep. Yeah, sorry. Boog's a little too loud. Sorry, Grant. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, just saying like going to be a lot of talk about uh, about the Super Bowl, the rematch. It's Carson Wentz this time. and But uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the main thing going into it. That... All right. Um... <laughs> My opening take is I think this is the second toughest matchup of the season besides the Ravens game. Here's why. First of all, both teams are on a bye, so no teams we don't get the bye advantage. Uh, second of all, I'm not saying they're the second best team on the schedule because I really don't because I don't think they are, but they have what they they have the weapons to be able to to move the ball on us, I believe. Deshaun Jackson is out. So Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson's out, and the receivers are not doing well this this year. But they have Zach Ertz. Uh, Ertz gonna be a problem. Goddard. So Goddard. Uh, and what's that running back's name? Uh, Jordan Howard. Not Howard. The other one. Corey Clement. Yeah. Uh, Darren Sproles. The one, someone who's catching the Jahi. The one who's the catching on the back here. I don't know what. Lashawn Coyers. Okay. Someone's someone they have a cat pass catching back who's been decent this year. I forget his name, but and that's what it that's what that's how you move the ball against this defense. This Patriots defense is to attack the linebackers in pass coverage because that's not their best strength. So I oh, think um, I no, think sorry. that's plus Howard at back uh, is is pretty good. Their line is I think is okay. I don't really know. So I think, and plus it's on the road. We've, we haven't been known to be great on the road these past couple of years. So I th- and plus Doug Peterson has, has beaten us. Or Joe Murray. That's what you were thinking of. Uh, Doug Peterson has beaten us before, just like John Harbaugh has. I think this so, is the best. Co- well, Andy think, yeah, Reed is. It's pretty, it's a pretty well coached coach team. Play, but this is, a, this is a great coach. I mean, he's so aggressive and that's the thing. It's like, it's going to take. A lot to beat Doug Peterson, and that is why a lot of people credit him for such a great Super Bowl. I mean, he—if there's one thing that you can say the Eagles beat us in, other than the final score, it was it was coaching. coaching. Yeah, Doug, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson has called balls. a better game. Doug well, Peterson to be fair, can, can coach. Well, not to be fair, but um, um, what is it? 
Belichick was outcoached from the start of the game when he sat Malcolm Butler. Anytime you put Jordan Richards in, you're outcoached. Yeah. But uh, Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson's one of those coaches. I don't think because once you once a coach gets over the hump of like beating Bill Belichick, they usually are pretty consistent in giving Belichick a challenge. That's true. That's a good point. Like Harbaugh, Harbaugh has beaten us plenty of times. He doesn't have a winning record against us, but he knows how to beat us. Like, yeah, Harbaugh's a guy. Like, when you go up against him, you don't like. It's it's not like Rex Ryan. Like you're not yeah. thinking. You're not in the same. And like Andy Reid's never been been able to be that coach, whether he's been in Philadelphia or Kansas City, he's never been the, able the difference to beat was, Belichick. Is, and, well, I mean, he does have like the most points we've ever allowed, and the second most points we've ever allowed in Belichick history are to Andy Reid. So mm. he's he's certainly out coached Belichick before, but there is like the the aura around Andy Reid that he's this incredible head coach, but but a horrible the, time manager. But the one thing oh, that he yeah. has that Doug Peterson doesn't is like. The in-game situational stuff. He's so much that Doug Peterson is like one of the best at. So, it, 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 coaching is a is a huge part of this game, and I think it's gonna. But I know you said the thing about the bye. Both of us coming off a bye, but I think a Patriots bye week after a loss versus an Eagles bye week is still advantage to the Patriots. Maybe, I mean, uh, after the Ravens loss, did you? Th- you really think the Patriots are going fifteen and one? If you, not, if if not, then there's a loss somewhere, and I think the the highest chance for a loss, I feel like, would be this week. Out of my the, preseason, uh, in my preseason, like predictions, I had this is a loss, and I think I had uh, like one more. I can't. Remember. I, was, I think it was like a, I think it was like a divisional game or something early in the season, but I did have this as a uh, as a loss. I mean, so, I mean, hopefully I'm wrong, but that was one of the ones where I was just like, I don't know. But I mean, it's it's possible. Or like, I you could say like the Texans are like a better all around team, but I don't trust. Again, back to the coaching, I don't think O'Brien can beat Bill Belichick. I really the Texans right. were my the Texans were were my preseason uh, favorites in the. I don't know if I had them winning the AFC South, but uh, I did yeah, have them. I, you said they were. I in did the... have them going to the AFC Championship. Yeah, and, 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 and I'll, I'll say. I'll say the same thing I said now that I said when you said that is the Texans just won't beat the Patriots. That's just not. You just can't. No, just, they're not going to beat yeah, the can't. Patriots. Even but... though it's in Houston, I still don't see it. You just it's it's like the Mike Tomlin thing. It's like, dude, the can't the guy can't coach. And he has like no chance. It's like a huge coaching mismatch. It's a hell of a coaching job right now, but uh, but yeah, like the Texans, I'm not really worried about Dallas. I'm definitely not worried about. I'm not worried about Jason Garrett coming into the Foxborough and beating no. Bill Belichick. It's, it's okay. That's Freak. an interesting way to like take. So we've done a lot of Philly talks, but like looking into the rest of our schedule, how do we feel coming out of the bye? Like that's the because we we have a very rough schedule as far as NFL scheduling goes coming out here at the bye. So. I mean, again, if the, like I said, if if there's going to be a, another loss, it would probably be this upcoming week. Because it's say this, no matter spot. how much we lose, I'm still going to tell you we're going to the Super Bowl. Like the, yeah, like this like duh, like but it's going to be fun. Like that's the one thing we have to look forward to. It's it's going to be a fun schedule. Yes, and uh, I mean it's hard to tell what the Patriots, even if like they're tested against these teams, and if. Even if they look at last year, we lost to Miami and Pittsburgh, and then they somehow the turned a the year ago today, against actually. the Jets. Against the Jets, and like, how can Still anyone know? How could anyone know because it's against the Jets? So like, it's like out of nowhere I, they just get shot out of a cannon, and it would beat the Chargers and Chiefs. So it's like you and, can't really tell. 
the one main threat to New England right now is Baltimore because they're a game behind and they have the head-to-head. But Baltimore's schedule is just as hard as New England's schedule. They face Houston, then they face L.A., which that's L.A. at home, prime time. We'll see. Uh, Then they host San Francisco, travel to Buffalo, host the Jets, travel to Cleveland, and then finish off hosting Pittsburgh. Which still, like, just like the Pats, they'll finish. They have like three easy games to end out the year. But other than that, they still have competition. I mean, yeah. Or like maybe the one of the last two games, like, could be throwaway games, and they just rest everybody because they yeah. already have the division. So They're I mean, the number one. Even if they were to be like fourteen and one or thirteen and one, like going into those last two weeks, I feel like they'd probably drop one of those as like a rest week. But still, but like. These next few weeks will be tests for us because I mean we're we're gonna see what this Patriots team is made of. We've we played and we played a good game against a top AFC team. Now we have some like good to mid tier teams coming in, uh, in terms of like well skill level skill level level God, and considering how bad the NFL is right now, or at least the AFC, we have some pretty good tests so we can see like where this team's at. I mean. You can if you just and people will do like the uh this the New England got exposed or whatnot, but like just watching this team through this point of the season, it the Patriots just look so much better and just feel better than they did like at this point last year. And last year oh, was yeah. a Super Bowl winning team, but like they just there's just something about like the mental side to it where it's just like you feel like the team is more cohesive, you feel like they're all playing for each other, like there's just things about the team. Like you don't feel like there's any kind of like huge gap where we have to be worried about and they're second guessing themselves. And you've got guys like not playing up to their potential for the most part. Everyone is playing great, but new house and ever touchdown 49ers. Uh, everyone is playing great, but new house. And, yeah. and, the, and like you just, there's, there's no like lack of trust or anything. They're playing as good as you could be, minus uh, a road loss against a very good team. So there's really nothing but positivity to look forward to. Yeah, the offense still scares me though. They they not they're struggling to get things things going. I hope Harry comes back and helps fix that up. And so, same thing with Win. But the thing I don't the thing that pisses me off is like the Ravens somehow exposed us. We we lose we lose like we lose a couple games every year. I don't get it. Like. This is a good what? transition into like around the league talk, but well, okay. This is the thing, and I, I know we touched on this a ton last week, but it's every time a team that is very good loses, there will be the is the blueprint out? Is uh is this team exposed? Whatever it is, when Alabama loses the national championship, it's like is this program falling apart? When the Warriors lose the finals, it's is this the end of the dynasty? No matter what, even if it's not even a finals game, and it's like a in a, a mid-season whatever, people will still do the, like, the they're exposed, they exposed you, because it's what people want. Because if if it wasn't what people want, we'd be having the same conversation about the Chiefs. We'd be having the same conversation about Drew Brees and the Saints. Drew Brees played as bad as you could, as as he has at any point uh, in his career. Ass. He played what people think Brady is supposed to be playing, like, at the cliff. But because the Saints are really more America's team and someone that the, they're rooting for because they feel like they're the, the underdog, disrespected team off that call and people hate 
the ones that constantly win. And that's why Breeze is so popular with the people is because he's not a winner. But the winners, like Brady and, and like the Patriots, are are getting this like exposed treatment because because of that. And I don't know if that's something you want to talk about, but like what's going on with the Chiefs right now is what being exposed looks like. Losing losing the way they are and how this team looks, and they could do the same thing that the Patriots have done in past years and just flip a switch and really come back because their season right now is a little bit reminiscent of what we had last year. But do you really have that same faith in, in the team of Patrick Mahomes and, um, and Andy Reed that you would in the Patriots? Of course not. So I think the chiefs and the saints have like legitimately been more exposed it could be a fluke loss by the Saints. who knows it's so early in the season still but that's what being exposed looks like not a, a, a fairly close game on the road against an afc contender in a game where we just played bad and kill and shut ourselves oh, in the foot god and, and people forget don't look at like how bad of like a uh how bad of a situation it really was for us like they, it's a sh- wasn't it a short week for us too a little bit didn't we have like a I don't remember. Mm, I don't think so. We're coming off Cleveland at 425. All right. No, so it wasn't a short Not week. Not really. But, uh, okay, normal week, but uh, the uh, – what you call it? The Ravens are coming off a bye week. Harbaugh knows mm-hmm. how to beat us. They're a good effing team. On like, the road in prime like, time. Dude, loud crowd. Like, it It was – On the road as well. It's like that's, that's a tough spot. I don't they know do have – they have a good running back core of uh, Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> In RG3. Yeah, exactly. A high RG3. RG3 was basically a glorified running back. Lamar Jackson. He would be so much better as a receiver. All right, let me say – I'm going to say this because this is my this is my Lamar Lamar talk. I have been absolutely thr- – I, I've really, over this bye week, have turned my page into, like, Lamar Jackson shut the hell up talk instead of, like, Patriots talk because that's really all the content I've just been getting. And it's like I, I know – that primetime wins mean more than regular wins. That's why if a team wins at one o'clock, it won't be talked about as if they win in a Monday night slot or if they win in a Sunday night slot. I get that. But what we're having happen with Lamar Jackson is absolutely, utterly ridiculous. He is being thrown into the MVP conversation. Josh Gordon's out there. I see. With with mediocre to, to fine stats as a passer. His team's record now shows for it, and he and a quarterback is the most important position on the team. But to say that Lamar Jackson is the leading candidate for MVP or even in the AFC or a top-five quarterback this season is just madness. And I know it's because they beat the Patriots and it was in prime time, but these assumptions that people are getting, I'll read you two that I've seen just today on my Instagram feed. The top comment from Jordan Schultz, who is a verified sports personality, said, you're starting an NFL franchise today. Who are you taking, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes? That is, that, is some, a- that is a real question that someone asked after one big win. Patrick Mahomes is win. an NFL MVP. Patrick Mahomes and to throw the so, ball. It's so early to tell. Especially this is, in both their careers. I saw Patrick this Mahomes. too. Like I'm talking an hour before we started recording. I saw this. It's a 2018 NFL redraft by Ryan Wilson. Yeah, you they saw would it. if they were redrafting, they would take Lamar Jackson number one. That's what this says. Oh, like, and it's Saquon. Like, dude, 
Saquon. Look, top three running backs in the league right now. Immediately, the first name that I thought of was Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson Who is as playing three? as good as you. Was he put three? Uh, I think he was three or later. But yeah, I mean, it, it does. Last season, it was. It was all about Baker. It just shows you how quickly that it switches. Last season, it was all about Baker Mayfield, and then the the Browns lose a little, and Baker Baker regresses, um, and Baker starts having a season that isn't so good, and then Lamar starts, you know, like doing doing fairly well for him, and has these has these highlight tapes and everything, and now it's all about Lamar, and if we're redrafting, and it's it's a world of takes that we have to, but like, dude, just slow down with this Lamar, like it's it's really unbelievable, and what sucks, the worst part about this whole thing is that you can't just fairly say like, look, look, I, I I've stated it, and I know it's not like. I, I we really don't care about that Ravens loss. Like it, it does not matter in the, in the grand scheme of things. We're eight and one. We're going to win the AFC. Like we're we're going to win our division. We're going to the playoffs. That Ravens loss truly means nothing and is just a slice of humble pie. But you're not even allowed to speak about Lamar Jackson without you having people being like, "Well, you're just salty because um, you're salty because they beat you." No, like I legitimately do not think the season that Lamar Jackson is having right now is, yeah. is worthy of being named the most valuable player. You're saying that he? if you were, and, and like, I know the award isn't really what it's, what it's like the, the book definition of it is the most valuable player is supposed to be recognizing the best player in the league is what it really is. It's a storyline that wins you it, but it just goes to recognize the best player in the league. And or or a a person Lamar that's having is a breakout far season, from the best player, and he's not. Absolutely. And it it's like I, I love like it's hard to decide MVP, but you if you take it by the book definition of most valuable player, that means that the 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 team that would have the biggest hit would be the Ravens if you remove Lamar Jackson from that team. Probably not. So, I mean, it's just <laughs> it's really gotten out of hand, and I. I'm not like rooting against them now. Well, I am because I hate the Ravens and I've always hated the Ravens and they are always a sour spot for me, but I, I don't like hate Lamar Jackson, but I just want this to like stop because I'm tired of seeing not be things like conversation. You should not. I, be. I don't want to see this first. Si- him. I will I don't want to see pick, this first. I'll pick 16, Christian McCaffrey over him. This post from CBS. That's first 16 career starts where it has Lamar Jackson ranked up against just random ass quarterbacks where they're cherry picking stats to make Lamar look good. Like it, 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 it just, it was, it's been infuriating me all week and with no Patriots content, I've just been all over it and I'm just getting called salty because you know, like, cause you, you call out something that you see that the media is like, Oh, look at this. He's so great right after he happens to beat the team that you root for and yeah. everyone thinks you're salty for calling out what people what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it's it's stupid. And like the internet sucks. Like it'll always that'll always happen like no matter what it is. Like even when I say something like Tom Brady's better than Kyler Murray, people will still just be like, "Hey, you're salty cuz the Ravens beat you." Like, "No. Um, no, I'm not." Like picking Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes is absurd. Yeah, that Lamar was. Lamar Jackson cannot throw the ball. He can run. That's all he does. That stupid ass spin move he did against the worst team well, in the I'll, league. I'll, I'll say about. I'll say about this too. Is like, good like job. That, was, that was a phenomenal play. That was yeah, very, very. It was nice. very good. All move. credit to him. Yeah. So nice. But here's the thing. He's a quarterback. For, for some reason, it's like when when he that's does not, that. It's not, it's not sustainable. Okay, when when he does that, and when the team beats the bay, uh, the, where they beat him forty nine to ten, some, somewhere in that ballpark, right? Stupid. Yeah. They beat they beat him. V- 
very handedly. When when the Ravens beat uh, the Bengals, the 0-9 Bengals have you. The 0-9 Bengals, they beat them by a, a wide margin, and they have these highlight tapes and these turnovers that look awesome, and these pick sixes. Now, now the Ravens are 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 legit. This they showed it, they proved it, they really stuck it to this team. But when we the Patriots anyone, right? when the Patriots go and do this to New York or or like the the Jets or the Steelers or any other team we played this year, it's because it's an easy schedule. And it's like on it'll it'll always happen as long as we're good. And I guess it just shows that I'll never get over it. But I'm just sick of it. It's so here's annoying. the annoying part. Like they're not wrong. We have an easy schedule, but so does ninety percent of the league because the whole league yeah, sucks dude. right now. Dude, yeah, like, and, and, and we've only played half the season. About and like, of course, ha- and of course, half the schedule it's it's considered easy because of the fact that the Patriots are so good and that they're better than everyone. They're just so of course you're not going to lose to the bad teams. They're going to be like, oh, it's still Pittsburgh easy. is real is yeah. a good opponent. Buffalo, I like, I think is a good but, decent opponent because their defense is legit. But like, oh my question, God. question for you in this in this Lamar like around the league talk here. Where is there a closer gap? Do you think there's a closer gap between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson or Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen? Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, but it's not yeah. it's not a close gap, but they're two sim- they're similar Wh- in but I like agree. where's the I closer agree. gap between talent level? The closer between gap Mahomes? it's not by much, but would, uh, it would be Josh Allen. Yeah. It would be. Well, it's not, not, not disrespecting yeah. Josh Allen or no disrespect to yeah, Lamar I know, Jackson, I'm... but it is legitimately crazy to compare him. And I know it's just one guy. Lamar but that can't one throw. guy. But that one he guy throwing her comments. Yeah. I don't know. Like Patrick Josh Mahomes. Allen, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is an insane passer. His throws. He's a generational his throws, player. His throws are ridiculous, and that's what makes him a good quarterback. Lamar, he can. All he can do is run. That's all he really does. He's not never name one throw that was really it, impressive it, it, by Lamar. Really not Lamar, like it, and I, I I know that we that people do like the um, what do you call? He almost got two hundred yards the, running the, in, the, and against the Lamar's. The Lamar's are, um, like what quarterback does that? Lamar's a running back. Like it gets repetitive and it gets annoying, but like legitimately, it's not like you you've put an athletic guy back there. Like it's not. It's not crazy that he's running for this. And, uh, like, and look, he's having, he's having a great year. But when people start comparing him to Michael Vick, I think it just shows like you didn't watch Michael Vick. Michael Vick was a legitimate dual-threat quarterback. And the reason why he was so successful at what he did was because he, had, he was great at both things, running and passing the ball efficiently. He's the next Colin Kaepernick. If you guys, he runs, but he can't throw. If you guys want to – like they, they compare both of them saying, oh, he's the new Vick. He's better than Vick. Go watch – Michael Vick's first play on Monday Night Football against, I want to say the Redskins, is it? He threw the ball like 90 yards in the air on the first play of the game. I'm willing to bet Lamar Jackson. The dude had a cannon for an arm. Yeah, Vick could throw. Michael Vick is Patrick Mahomes with his arm strength and Lamar Jackson's running ability times 100. You know what Lamar, Lamar reminds me of? Colin Kaepernick. He can run, but he can't throw. That's why he's out of the league. Same with RG3. He well, can I'm run, sure. but he Kaepernick can't throw. Probably could be in the league now. Okay, here's the eh, thing too. Maybe. Is I'm wondering, like I know, um, there's like a lot of talk about Lamar being like, um, if he gets hurt, uh oh, like big, like because he because he's so reckless with his body. Do you think the Ravens are that much worse with RG three the way they're running their offense? I mean, Lamar like, Jackson 
if, if I have to give him one thing, his agility is kind of ridiculous. Uh, he has he has running back agility, so he can like he can break tackles a lot better. So I don't think the offense would run as smoothly without uh, with with uh, RG three, but it wouldn't be that much of a drop off. Like, all right, let's uh. Let's move on here. Wait, from do you RG3. remember like a like, from... <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What, what was no, his stat? Last point what here. Was it, what was Lamar's like stats against us? Like, did he? I don't even think the Ravens. Um, Ravens really. I don't think Lamar beat us really. I think it was more just the. Rest oh, of... it was. It was. I, I. I mean, I'll say it. I think it was the Patriots beating themselves. That too. That too. A lot of mistakes that. Uh, if we a lot of mistakes that we don't make, yeah, that's a closer game. It probably goes the other way. At 163 passing yards and one passing touchdown. I could be I wrong this. about this, but um, is it true that uh, um, what was it um, uh, that Lamar Jackson's like the only player in NFL history to have like a perfect passer rating like twice in one season? Yeah, that's what happens when you throw it ten like, times. Oh, yeah, a yeah. Game. he throws also, it. He throws also, it. Like he throws it seventeen times. times a game. He throws it like three times and like. They're all caught because they're either six-yard drags or ten-yard ins, and then we'll rush. Yeah, dink and, and, like, yeah, dink and dunk passes, and then he just runs the entire time. And, and you say that, and people go, oh, well, Brady checks the ball oh. down or whatever. No, he doesn't. No, he's league in passing attempts over 20 yards. Like, it's ridiculous. All right. Seriously. I want to move on from this because I have another point here, and I, I, I kind of cracked the numbers today. And by cracked the numbers, I mean I went on Yahoo Sports and I looked at the schedules. But okay, Grant. With, with the Chiefs' loss, here's what we're looking at: the Chiefs are <laughs> what, what's their record right now? They're six they're first and, and then six and four. I'm really not worried about them anymore. I'm not either. But I'll tell you who the they're Chiefs have, should. They're, they're at four losses now, and they're going to have to come to New England in December, oh. which, which New England does not lose those games ever. And plus, and plus here Chiefs, is Chiefs let me is awful. Let me get to my point. We are not worried about Kansas City, obviously, but I'll tell you who Kansas City should be worried about, and it's the 5-4 and four Raiders. Here we go. Let me explain to you how in a few weeks the Raiders can be leading the AFC West. All right. Okay. Kansas City, in their, next, in their next two games, they play Oakland in three weeks. Their next two games, or I guess they play them in two. Well, they have two more games before they play Oakland. At LA, Chargers, they're going to win that. Okay. All on board there. They're going to win that. And then they have a bye. So that would, that would put them above the Raiders again. As long as the Raiders beat in their next two games before they see Kansas City, Cincinnati, and the Jets. Now it's they should easy. be... Yes. Both easy games. So hypothetically, if the Chiefs beat their next opponent and the Raiders beat their next two opponents... We are looking at a battle for the top of the division in week between the team that people were considering Super Bowl favorites and a team that that was on their hard off season, Their off season was considered was consisted of signing Antonio, uh, trading for Antonio Brown, signing Richie Incognito, and signing Vontez Perfect, and then losing Vontez Perfect, Antonio getting, Brown, yeah. Vontez Perfect, and having Incognito suspended. Mind you, if you guys don't know what what Richie Incognito has to do with anything. He said he wanted to cut his father's head off. So I'll just leave it at that. Fucking crackhead. Literal, like, dude, all these white girls are like, oh, I'm a fucking crackhead. No, like, Richie Incognito is a literal crackhead, and something is wrong with him. It's these offensive linemen, he was, like, he was the guy that... They're weird people. They don't get... They don't get credit enough for being just, like, psychos. 
Well, yeah, they get the crap kicked out of them every play. So I mean, oh, yeah, I and really they have and them. they have John Gruden as their head coach. John this the team so, is hey, like a hey. joke. He sounds this like my high school coach. No, I'm not saying no. I'm, this, that's nothing against him as a coach. I'm just saying he is such a weird person. He sounds like my like, high school football coach. Did dude. you guys see the um? What is it after they won in whatever? Not going like, like oh, it was a, goes, a presidential. Let's all, dance. let's all dance, and they all start. Oh, dancing. oh you're talking and about when like, he was like you, when he when they beat the Bears and he get was the whole club dub. Club dub. I ain't got a disco ball in here. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, but let's dance. But. I am coming out as a Raiders fan because I have, I love the Raiders. Why? Uh, because <laughs> I like John Gruden. Um, I Why? like why? <laughs> because I think he's a good coach. I think he's. I think his he, what he's been doing at GM has been very good. I mean, or Mike Mayock has been doing. I think they've had a very good off season. I liked every draft pick they took. I thought Farrell was a little high, but I thought that or Cleo Farrell he was a a, a good pick. A little high, but a good pick that would pan out. He's playing very well this season. I loved Josh Jacobs. I think he's, he's almost a lock as of right now for offensive rookie of the year. He's playing extremely well. They're set up. They're 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 playing better than what we thought they would be playing. So, like, I mean, I'll I give him credit as a GM. I really like them. They're him, fun. They're fun. I give him. I give him credit as a GM because he did uh, get a first for Amari Cooper and then. Like and give up, give back. up, a, gave up a second for Antonio Brown. So I mean, they got a higher draft pick for an even better receiver. So I give them credit for that one. That was actually a sneaky good move until it blew up in their face, obviously. But I mean, I like the Raiders, and it's gonna be fun. I, I hope the way it works out is that we're looking at a game where the Raiders and Chiefs are playing for the top of the division. I still think the Chiefs will win it, but that's just that's that's fun football. And I noticed that today, and I I really was was in on that because. Who would have thought here we are in, in December? Or well, that game is in December, but who would have thought in December we'd be saying uh, Chiefs and Raiders will be battling it out for top of the AFC West? I mean, two garbage teams going at it. <laughs> are you ready to call the Chiefs garbage? Their defense is horrid. It is like, very bad. It is so God. bad. Like, that's one of the worst defenses I've ever seen in my life. That's like in their past. In that's their like past 2017 games, Patriots bad. They've allowed. 35, 23, Worse. 31 points. Uh, that, it's it's bad. Like, like, anyway, so, y'all take a, take a guess where they rank in the league points against. Oh, I don't want to know. Like, it's probably like the last. Oh, wait, I'll give, you, I'll give you an under over. 23 and a half. Under Worse. or over? Like, bottom five. Under. You have a guess, Jacob? Under. They rank 25th. In points, like fucking, probably like the twenty teams, and think about the teams that they should not be allowing points to, like the Ryan Tannehill Titans and <laughs> the uh, hell of a win, by the way, for Tannehill. Tannehill over Mariota. They're almost oh yeah, the Titans almost have a oh, better absolutely. record than the Chiefs. Okay, here's another good talking point. Honestly, Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota. Oh my god. James Winston. Mario Winston. Mario. James Winston. James Winston. James Winston, Winston. Winston is so bad. Winston is awful. They're both yeah, they both up, garbage. Up like 50 you know who's slightly less awful camp. is James Winston? Because James Winston has actually had some very bright. Okay, moments. at least I, I, at least yeah, just put up like fifty on LA. At least Winston has some balls to throw down the field. I'll give him that. So probably yeah, I'll probably go Winston. Mario doesn't do anything. Like <laughs> I don't know what what Winston, what Mariota does well. 
Y'all heard about this dude that has a book. It's called Jameis Winston Derangement Syndrome, How Media Bias Causes Us to Overlook the Start of a Hall of Fame Career. And it's like oh, in-depthly about how like the media has made Jameis Winston look worse than he actually is. No, it's crazy. He, th- he, th- he also throws bad. a pick every game. So, I mean. Is there anywhere else in the league we want to talk about like games? Uh-huh. I'll say this. As a couple weeks ago, I said Pittsburgh was going to be a playoff team. And it's looking like it. Maybe. Got a very easy schedule that. coming up. Oh, well, I mean, again, it the very, AFC is so, very well could be. The AFC is so bad that I can't like say. I no. have a different word than bad. The AFC is so fun. How good is this playoff picture going to be? You've got all the way down to like the seventh seed right now. See, this being... will be fun until the playoffs actually come, and then it's just a bunch of crap. You've got you've got the one through seven on the wild card list all being in the playoff picture. It's so bad. Like <laughs> Buffalo, like, Pittsburgh, Oakland, Indianapolis, Tennessee, Jacksonville, LA. Like All whoever makes it through the, the whoever right makes now. it through the wild card is just gonna get their butts kicked by Baltimore, by either Baltimore, players. Baltimore, or New England. So it's like, what does it matter? Just skip to the AFC Championship already. No, the the Texans are playing in the. Okay, AFC sorry, the Texans will put up a fight. The Texans are the most upsettable. Like, if there's one, I don't team, have faith in them. I don't have any faith team. in them. Dude, I don't care how if, good they are. We'd, you know what's a matchup I want to see is, is Oakland versus uh, uh, Baltimore. I want to see Baltimore versus Houston. Okay, do you guys want to hear? Uh, do you want to hear a extremely underrated AFC Championship? Buffalo, New England. That was give no, Oh god, there's Buffalo, no New England. Way. They're the I'm five a, seed. Both I will, the five and six dude. seeds go into whoever they're playing and win. I would be more. I would Buffalo. be more worried about a Patriots Buffalo playoff game than a Patriots Texans game. <laughs> oh, it's 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 January in New England. I I'm I'm not worried about that at all. Uh, dude, no, no, no. Hold on. Just I'm gonna we we say we lose that game and Buffalo goes to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you imagine the the Super Bowl patch on Buffalo's jerseys? Oh God. Buffalo Buffalo will probably make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I think they will, and I think they'll be the first wild card. But uh, I can't see them getting here. They, I mean, that to be honest, they probably could. I, they have a road to get here in the divisional round. So I don't know. I mean, I, I can't imagine. But again, I'd be more worried about playing them than I would be Houston. Like, I'm always going to say we're going go to go to the Super Bowl. The one case in which we don't go to the Super Bowl, which would give us the hardest test in the AFC Championship, is traveling to ba- uh, traveling to Baltimore if they get the one seed and we get the oh, two. Oh yeah, that would I don't be see that happening though. I well, I mean, it depends. If Grant's going to the game, no matter what game, we'd lose. All right, we're gonna do winners and losers here, but uh, for the bye week, we're gonna do like a special version of it. So like, it doesn't have to be football related. It can be anything related. That's gonna be like the stipulations because we're doing a little special episode with. No, with less football. So winners and losers. Here we go. Go with a winner. Go start. Just my start. W- my winner is Tool Be- because <laughs> okay. they knocked Taylor Swift's new album off the number one spot in the top one hundred chart. Really? For, uh, top one hundred albums. I don't, I forget for where, but like you know what I mean. Uh, and fucking Taylor Swift fans went berserk. They're like. Who the fuck are these guys? And they went like absolutely crazy and just insulted a band they didn't, they've never even heard of, even though they were one of like 
the top like rock metal bands like back in the day. They just haven't been active in years for some reason, but they they put out a new album this past year, and it and it knocked that Taylor Swift album off the number one spot, and it's the funniest thing ever. My loser is people who think slash want Grok to come out of retirement. Because <laughs> first of all, it's never gonna happen if like he is he's lost that much weight. He could barely do anything like last year. Because he was hurt. Uh, now he's like, now he's lost all his muscle, all his like explosiveness. Like, I know, like, yeah, he said he could take like a couple a month to get back and he'd be fine. Like, no, he wouldn't. He would not be as good. He wouldn't even be close. And you shouldn't want him to come back for that reason. And the fact, remember his uh, CBC or CBD, whatever it's called, um, something like that, pr- press conference. BBC. Yeah. Yeah. When he was talking about, football and his injuries and how it brought him down he got emotional if and he football, said he, he lost the joy of, of the he, game like lost, his yeah. health is number one at this point like why would you want to see him go through exactly. this again like he would be let so him be stupid. happy we're first in the afc it's not like we're lacking i mean we are lacking it but just let him be so what he's retiring this is going to happen to brady at some point it's going to happen to belichick at some point he's just a generational player that, that decided think- to move do you think people are going to call for Brady to come out of retirement when he retires? Oh God! No. If if we have a crap quarterback, maybe. But uh, but uh, no. Like if if injuries, like head injuries, and did so much to Gronk that it made him cry in an interview, he would be so unbelievably stupid to come back. And you shouldn't want him to bring that upon himself. Like, just let it go already, please. It's so effing annoying. Okay. I have. I have. I, I did two for both. And okay. um, I'm pretty proud of both of them, actually, now. Okay. All right, so my first I, – I, I did throw something sports-related in here. Um, but my first winner is Disney Plus, a uh, new streaming service that <laughs> will be out by the time that you hear this episode. And I've done the uh, done a little 10-minute research on it today, and it looks pretty legit. I was, I'm, I'm usually that guy that's kind of, like, off on, like, streaming services for just, you know, uh, whatever it may be. Just – out like people trying to compete with like Netflix and Hulu and all that. So I, I was immediately like, ah, no, I don't want this. But looking at it, you've got every Marvel movie, you've got um, you've got like all the Simpsons, all the Fox shows, all the original Disney, uh, ESPN Plus is included in a, a certain package. It looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, so that's my free ad to Disney Plus. As much as I bash it, I think it looks pretty good. Uh, my number two winner is just the sport of college football. Uh, it's, it is, we, this, this, uh, this, this, uh, what, what I'm looking for second half or this conclusion to the college football season is going to be phenomenal. Uh, this is as deep as I think college football has gotten in a very long time where it is most likely not going to be like, um, Alabama Clemson. You've got a lot of good teams, even down to like the, the 10th where bowls are going to be good. Uh, it's going to be a dog fight to get in. You're going to have a lot, a lot of people talking about, um, I should have gotten in, this person should have gotten in, into the playoff. It's going to be a lot of debate, a lot of uh, sad fans. Uh, it's going to be a great playoff. So number two winner is college football. All right, so my losers, uh, my first loser is Drake. He was uh, performing at Tyler, the Creator's Festival, and he got booed off the stage 
Uh, I believe he said he wanted to do another song and people just like didn't want to do it or didn't, didn't weren't having it. And then as soon as he left the stage, people started chanting, we want Frank. So that was awesome uh, or bad for Drake, I guess, but uh, that they booed him off the stage. Uh, so, and then my number two loser, this is a big one and it relates to us particularly Instagram, Instagram, big, big loser. It looks like they're going to be doing away with likes uh, or uh, they're hiding. No, I mean likes. the likes in terms of people. Only the person that posts it can see how many likes you have. Is that what it's going to be? I thought they were hiding yeah, likes from everybody. They're not getting rid I of it was... likes in general because that would just like ruin the concept of Instagram. Are you sure? I think yeah, that's what well, I saw. They thought they were doing it like this. Where you they, can they see someone liked your photo. They like released in Australia like a few months ago it's you can see how many likes your posts get but you can't see how many likes other posts get yeah that's, that's nonetheless hard. pray for like the uh the influencers and all the people on um on instagram that have like careers basically that are like the instagram models or like the, the influencers big hit to them and this is the thing about instagram is i think okay do y'all remember when instagram changed their format for like 20 minutes you remember that if you, I, I if you slept in that more that was a Saturday morning, I believe they did it. If you slept in, you would have missed it because what was wait, it? Okay, so they changed it so it was a it was a horizontal slide format instead of vertical. So you oh, would yeah. slide your pictures like a slideshow. Never as a, never saw as that. opposed. Okay, they did it in the morning. By noon, it was gone. They got bullied so hard by everyone on Twitter going to complain about it that they changed it almost almost instantly. I feel like if they implement site-wide likes being hidden that's the same thing's gonna happen because instagram gets bullied more than any other app because the decisions they make usually are pretty stupid so yeah. especially in, like when their service goes down and everyone loses oh, their no mind. no app has has like the, oh, the facebook pool. owns instagram does doesn't it it does mm-hmm. yes it's the facebook so, company I mean, it's, apps. It's, it's, so when it goes it's down it's usually team. facebook growing facebook figure it out the biggest social networking app in the world is Facebook, and you think that they can't have an app that works for two months without flaw. It's crazy. I don't get it. That's annoying, too. If, if Facebook goes out, like, everything goes out because they own everything. Ah. Okay, so is it my turn? Ah. So I am still unable to think of a winner, but I do have three losers. So should I just course, go with my three losers? Yeah, of course I do. Should I just go with my three losers? Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> One is, I don't really know too much about this, but uh, some dude named FaZe Banks, who I guess is some Fortnite guy who makes his, uh, makes his living off of streaming Fortnite, and he's from the UK, and he got banned for hacking, and now like all these videos of him going like crying because he can't play Fortnite anymore are going viral, and just like, that's a sad way to go out. Um, <laughs> crying that you can't play Fortnite and you're like 25 years old. So like, come on guy, get a real job. Uh, another one is Logan Paul. Again, I don't know that much about this, this fight thing. I don't know much about him or whoever the duty fought was. Like, yeah, I'm I, so I, out I, of that I culture. Knew of them. I knew of them. I knew that Logan Paul posted some video of some dude getting hung. I watched that video when it came out. Cause I'm, cause yeah, I'm, I'm that sort of kid. <laughs> um, but like they fought and I guess he lost cause he did some illegal move that lost some negative two points and I don't really know, but like great, 
you you fought for clout and you lost, so also good for you. And then biggest loser is uh sorry for all you guys that uh that stand this group, but um you might want to turn off the podcast if you hear this. The group of ISIS. Um and what? Dude, ISIS. If you guys are ISIS stands, get out of here because I'm gonna flame you guys. So the United States and a dog went into Syria, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> Iraq, dog. Iran, one of the Middle East countries, and they used a dog to kill your leader. I I don't um I'll look up his name now. Like the way you're specifically talking like to like not like they killed ISIS's leader. It's like they specifically killed your leader. Like the ISIS like tunnels in in the Middle East are like listening to Yo Soy Fiesta. Yep. Baghdadi, that's his name. Um sounds like some a father. It's not real. Kind of gr- that's that not real. Gross- it is yeah, it is. Bag- no, Baghdadi. Baghdadi. Baghdad that is a country. His name B A G H D A D I. Baghdadi. Sounds like a dude. Sounds like a fatherly figure that would be working at a um a grocery store, like a middle your, sugar uh, daddy. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess they they killed Baghdadi, Baghdadi. Um. Okay. But so like ISIS is in shambles now. So end of a dynasty for uh <laughs> for all you ISIS fans out there. Sorry, okay. sorry about that. Okay. Um. I, so I do have. Have you thought of a word? So yeah. I, Sucks for ISIS. I have a, I have another loser. It's Ethan for not getting a winner. Well, I was going to say winner, Ethan, for having good losers. Nah, he's still oh. a loser because he never got a winner. Okay, I'll think of a winner. Oh, uh, my winner is uh, Julian Edelman for not having a drop two weeks in a row. Well, no, we can count the fumble. The fumble the fu- can count. Yeah, the fumble is a huge drop. One, but yeah, he just went one week without dropping the pass. Uh, winner is Julian Edelman for not dropping a pass this week. 100%. Okay, Ethan. All right. All right, let's wrap this up. All right, so the worst week in the NFL schedule for Patriots fans is, is now over. It's finally time to get ready for the Eagles. Um, so, yeah, this has been fun. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. And yeah. right, if this was the worst episode, uh, you're welcome if it was the best. Yeah. Yeah. Adios. Adios, and um, don't forget to be awesome.